I was in this coffee shop, just having a cheeky half hour to myself. A latte and a slice of red velvet. Daydreaming, I was on a date with Keanu Reeves. When this woman behind me starts talking about something dodgy. And I was like, Keanu, hold that thought. Pretend Keanu was super obliging. And I leaned back in my chair to catch a bit more of what's going on. Not being nosy. Just, I swear she said she'd killed someone. And her mate was like, where's the body now? And inside, I was like, where's the body now? Where's the bloody body now? Because it was said so cool. Like she knew the other one had done the deed and taken care of the evidence like a pro. Like this definitely wasn't her first time at doing the murdering and dealing with all the admin that comes with. I knew I'd heard it right. But babes, they were talking so openly and not that quiet neither. Like I was looking round me to see if anyone else was reacting, overhearing the same thing and nothing. Nothing. And I wasn't going to turn all the way around because then they'd know I was listening in. I'd be a witness. And I was looking at Keanu like, what's happening? And he was like, I don't know, babes. And I was thinking, must be like that hidden in plain sight thing. You know, where no one notices because it's too obvious. Or something that people don't see or hear. You know, like. You could go into a shop, pick up a new TV and just walk out with it and no one would stop you because, like, it's just unbelievable. Me and Keanu was hooked, especially when the first one says that she took it to the usual place to get it cremated before spreading the ashes in the usual spot. I was hardly breathing by this point. Pretend Keanu looked sick. Murderers with a furnace. Scary stuff, babes. And it was creepy that they kept saying things like the usual place and the usual spot. Like, how many times has this woman killed? How many ways of doing someone in are listed on her CV? You know what I mean? If professional murderers had CVs, what would that look like? My mind was racing. I thought about getting my phone out and putting it on selfie mode, you know, to try and take a picture. Evidence. But then I was thinking, how involved do I want to get? How deep into this do I want to go? Then the second lady was like, that's excellent. And was being all evil by sliding the first one an envelope full of cash. I mean, that's what it sounded like. I tried to ask pretend Keanu, but you know... He was just a figment of my imagination. He was just sitting there looking all beautiful, holding a puppy, looking like sunbeams are made from his insides. Then it took a turn, because the second one goes, I have another job for you. Babes, I nearly spat cake all over Keanu. Another murder. Sure, why not? It's only Wednesday. Why not get in another death before the weekend? Then she can really kick back on Sunday, treat herself after a hard week of killing and disposing of bodies and lying and cleaning bloodstains of her designer jacket. I could see it slightly out the corner of my eye. It was gorgeous. 
look like something Victoria Beckham would wear. So the first one, the murderer, goes, who is it? And the other one, I guess the boss, but it feels like the first one is freelance. But anyways, the second one goes, it's SP. And inside I'm like, I know him. Scotty P, you know, goes out with Claire and is a copper. His mates call him SP. Babes, I swear a little bit of wee came out. I looked at Keanu and he had tears in his eyes. Such a sensitive soul. Anyways, the first one says, when? And the second one says, has to be before he can get the news to number 10. Number 10, babes? So then the first one takes this crazy long pause before saying, so, tonight then? Tonight. I go straight to Claire's Facebook on my phone and it's only their anniversary of their first kiss. And I think I have to do something. I can't let something go down on the anniversary of someone's first kiss. So I look at Keanu, who's looking at me so intently, like he knows I have no choice but to get involved. Life and death stuff. He was like, I'm right here with you, even though I'm not. That look, babes, on that face, can you imagine? So... I slam my hands down on the table, coffee spilling all over my red velvet, and I stand shouting in my most commanding voice. Not today, missy. I'm making a citizen's arrest and holding you until the police arrive. I totally googled what to say. It took a sec, but babes, I made such a tit of myself. They were only filming a scene or something. Bunch of their mates shooting it on their phones and one guy with a smaller camera thingy. I look at Keanu and he's wetting himself. I reckon he knew the whole time. Was absolutely playing me. Such a talented actor. Such a gorgeous face. I just got wrapped up in it all, babes. They were all just looking at me like I was insane. I didn't know what to do, so I just shout, cut, and start clapping, saying things like, excellent work, everyone, and take five. I gather my stuff super quick, and I just keep talking, saying a bunch of random things like, you're welcome, and please credit me under my stage name, and my agent will be in touch about reshoots and other crap. I was so embarrassed. I just get caught up in stuff you know get swept away i'm not living in a tv drama no matter what my brain says i ran out of there so quick i left my favorite scarf on the chair the blue one with the pink swirls and i can't go back for it i'm too embarrassed i keep checking the internet in case a video or meme of me is like going viral or something. Such a tit. I haven't seen Keanu since. I don't think I could ever trust him again, you know. But I have started going to this new cafe closer to home. Super trendy, excellent carrot cake. And every now and then, 
Brad rocks up for a cheeky make-believe date. So that's nice. Such a gent, Brad. I just hope Angelina never finds out. I, I know they're divorced, but can you imagine the drama? More cake, babes. Earwigging was written by Rebecca Palmer, performed and edited by Lily Chantry.